Live from Smitty1.com Studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? Thank you for joining me for this emergency announcement, this Fantasy Football Show emergency live stream. And we have breaking news. Devontae Parker traded to the Patriots. What does this mean? Uh, what do we what do we think about this? This isn't the biggest news in the world, um, but it certainly is big enough to I think jump on here and talk about the fantasy football ramifications. A third round pick to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for uh, the wide receiver and a 2023 fifth rounder. So the compensation isn't crazy through the the roof, but it gives the Miami Dolphins some some more firepower. And quite honestly. I didn't. I didn't think Parker was going to be in a good position to be a, 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 a really productive fantasy asset in Miami with both, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle catching passes. Gasicki, uh, the three running backs that they're going to, you know, rotate through. Um, Gaskin having a ton of PPR potential. Chase Edmonds, a, a, a you know, Swiss Army knife. Not not the best Swiss Army knife in the world. I actually think he's not the number one running back. But there there wasn't there wasn't room for Parker. And New England, as I've said over and over and over, they don't really make great moves when it comes to to big offensive weapons. They don't necessarily attack wide receivers properly. They go out and get double tight ends like Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith and spend big dollars on these guys instead of going and getting one huge monster wide receiver. Instead of trying to attack Allen Robinson or trying to go after... Even a guy like uh, you know, there there are a ton of ton of guys that were worth going after, and and New England seems to sit back and 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 sleep at the wheel when it comes to uh, acquiring big skill position talent to give Mac Jones. Parker's okay. Parker is definitely a good potential option for Mac Jones, but he is like a wide receiver too on a fantasy team. He's he's like the Mike Williams to the Chargers, you know? Like I, I don't know how much I I love this move really for Parker or for the Patriots. It's more like when you think about it, it's it's a good move for the Miami Dolphins to get actually something that they can use. Maybe they draft a wide receiver. It's a deep wide receiver class. Maybe they draft a running back <laughs> because McDaniel loves to just stockpile these guys. But more importantly they could go after another piece to fill another hole um, the, uh, uh, a hole they they really don't have, but they're 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 in a good position here. Like this was a good move, getting a third rounder. It was a third rounder, fifth rounder swap essentially, but getting a third rounder is good for Parker. So, um, third rounder I got on screen here, Mealy. Uh, third rounder goes to the pay, uh, to the to the Dolphins. A fifth rounder goes back to the Patriots, and then they also get Devontae Parker. So. Again, not not the craziest news. Like I almost contemplated whether this was going live type material, but you know what? We do it. This is how we do it. Even if it's to shoot down something and say, "Hey, this is uh this is okay." Um, I know the world's gonna freak out about it, but we don't see this as a a, a monster fantasy football like move. You know, this isn't gonna make somebody's fantasy football season. This isn't a win a league guy. Parker's got talent. Um, but Mac Jones will make him a decent option. Mac Jones isn't going to make him into a superstar. So, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There we go. Um, I don't think they overpaid necessarily. No. The Patriots, they moved a a, a third down to a fifth rounder for a wide receiver, and they need one badly. This was just a a poor man's version of some of the top wide receiver options they could have went after. Um, you know what I mean? Like this is a this is a decent this is a, a last resort move in a way. Like Parker, very talented but can't stay healthy. Moving teams is never easy for a wide receiver. Adjusting to a new system, it's hard to imagine Parker having a really good year. Let me put it that way. So am I drafting Parker in fantasy football twenty twenty two? Probably not. Even if he fell to round seven, round six, am I taking Devontae Parker or would I rather take a, a, a chance on a on a Mooney? I'd rather have Mooney. I'd rather have uh, a, a plethora of players. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a player that I'd rather have than Parker that no one's talking about, and I'm just gonna avoid Parker. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about Parker. This guy. This is one of my bigger sleepers for 2022 in the wide receiver. Same position you're going to find Parker, essentially. This is like wide receiver three territory. And this is one of my favorite players to go to go grab. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore has got more upside. Rondell Moore might have more volume and target share to look at because I don't know that Mac Jones is... You know, we'll we'll see on that. That that could be that could be something that maybe doesn't end up playing out the way I think. But Rondell Moore without Christian Kirk should be utilized a ton. Rondell Moore, I believe Kingsbury realizes that in order to be to have a successful season out of Kyler, who's struggling mentally with his contract and a lot of things, in order for Kyler to take that next step and to get back on track, even. He needs to have Rondell Moore step up in a major way, like major way. Rondell Moore needs to be used in a similar fashion to uh, a wing back in a sense, not up the gut. You know, you don't want to get him injured. But Rondell Moore is one of the strongest wide receivers in the NFL. I don't know if people know that. I don't know if people really realize that Rondell Moore can out squat most NFL linemen. Rondell Moore is stronger than most NFL linemen. And he's five foot, what five foot nine, built like a refrigerator. Does more bench press reps than most people. Can out squat most every NFL lineman. Um, he is a smart, intelligent kid. They got his four year degree in, I believe, two years or under. This kid's a, a, a sponge, intelligent, stronger than most linemen, and definitely stronger than all receivers. This kid's insane. He's like a little refrigerator. He's strong. He's powerful. He can handle carries. Like he can be just because he's a smaller stature guy. He's built like a tank. And and while I don't want him running up the gut like Debo, you could use him in jet sweeps. You could use him in scenarios where he's running the ball in a position where he would run anyway as a wide receiver, doing a two or three yard 
you know, hook or something or a, a three-yard slant is going to put them in the same vicinity around the same types of defensive backs and, and players than getting a handoff, a sweep, uh, a jet sweep, whatever. But, but but turning into a running back, getting the ball a couple yards behind the line of scrimmage and, and turning into a runner. If used properly, Rondell Moore will be a very, like, small version of like a Debo if we wanted to use him properly. He's got that kind of skill set. So if you want a different player, you're like, okay, do I do I draft Parker? Draft Mooney. Draft Rondell Moore. Draft those guys. Parker's okay. That's who I like. Um let's hit the questions. Uh Joel A first in the building. RB second. Brian was third. Spacula not excited, and he's a he's a Pats fan. I don't blame you. You know, it was big enough news to go live, but mainly to shoot it down as a as a real big move. You know, we're not excited about it. Mark D, happy Saturday to you, Brandon, Dylan, Kyle. Appreciate you all being here. Mealy, um, interesting says BFH. It's interesting for sure, but it's just not a big move. Hit me with some questions, guys. If you got anything. Um, I'll be I'll be sitting here for a few minutes to try and answer whatever you guys got, whatever you could throw at me. Um, any comparison face-off uh, topics? Someone throw everybody start throwing face-off questions at me. Okay, let's let's uh, let's hit the uh, let's hit the old timer and um, where's my. It is time for the speed question and answer segment. Let's go. Speed round starts now. Hit me with questions. Let's go. I'd like a lot of face-off questions, if you will. Like this player or that player. Or whatever you want. Just throw it at me. Speed round. Let's go. Mealy's going to start it off. No, I'm sorry. Meet, Meet the Woo. Sorry, Meet the Woo. Jefferson or Cup. Uh, redraft, I'm going to say you can't go wrong. Dynasty, I'm going to say you can't go wrong. Um, where Do I take Cup and redraft and Jefferson and Dynasty? Probably. I'd say that's probably where, where I'm going with that. What's up, Spacula? How much does the, in, this increase Waddle's value? I don't think Parker was holding back anybody, bro. But, but certainly locks in uh, a little more target share. But Waddle was going to get enough. I don't know that he would have struggled to have him on roster. But I, I suppose it makes people more comfortable with Waddle, which is, you know, I guess a good thing and a bad thing because we don't want people to overvalue Waddle. Waddle was being a little bit sneaky of, uh, you know, sneaking into the, the fourth round. I loved Waddle in the fourth round. Brees Hall or Walker, love him almost equally. Give me Brees Hall um, currently because of where I think NFL teams see him, I think he's more likely to get drafted into the best spot like Buffalo. But, I mean, skill set-wise, looking at the film, looking at the stats, Walker was number two in yards, number one in elusiveness, an elusive rating, and number one in forced missed tackles. Walker's special. Both of them are special. Landing spot will determine which one is the 1.1, but I absolutely love both of them. Uh, Devontae Smith or Elijah Moore. Give me Elijah Moore because of situation, and that pains me to say because I love Devontae Smith, but the Philadelphia Eagles don't know what they're doing, and they're dropping the ball with how they developed this kid. J.K. Dobbins or Javante Williams. 
that's that's interesting um, because it means I, I can't hit my take a lap button because I don't want to ruin the, the, the countdown timer here. Take a lap. Oh, I can hit the, the audio version of that. Take a lap. Take, take a lap. Take a lap. Take, take, take a lap. J.K. Dobbins. You mean J.K.? J.K.? Herbert Burrow Dynasty. Give me Herbert across the board and Dynasty redraft as the number one quarterback in 2022 and beyond. But doesn't mean Burrow's not real, real close to him. I love Burrow. You guys know I love Burrow. What can what can we sell Parker for in Dynasty? How about the Rondell Moore or Mooney examples I gave? Rondell Moore is somebody I would definitely attack. Uh, meet the Wu said take a lap. Will Smith or Miles uh, Garrett? Give me Garrett. Um, Parker, trade help. Cedric Wilson, target Smitty. Um, I don't know. I would say targets, I, I'd have to look at some numbers and crunch it, but I, w- I would say these guys are borderline wide receiver threes in fantasy and, and don't draft them any higher than that. Better tight end Dawson Knox or Zach Ertz Knox by a lot. What are these questions? Javante and, and, and J.K. Dobbins? Like that can't, that could have been real. He was trolling me for one. Um, this one feels... I don't know if this is a troll question, Emil, because it's, you know, there's, it's arguable, but Knox is top five, six bound. Ertz is like, he's really good, but he's older, you know, like, can he stay healthy? Um, Cook or Javante redraft? Give me, give me Javante. Javante. Let me answer this question. Javante is number two or three overall to me. So no one's getting that nod over Javante unless it's JT maybe Harris probably not let's extend this timer a little bit let's go uh let's go another let's go another five minutes you know just for that we can hit this button for that earlier Javante and 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 uh JK Dobbins take Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> Come on, bro. Hill or Waddle? Uh, Hill. Hill. Not that Waddle couldn't outscore him because Hill gets hurt or something, but Hill, Hill you got to take Hill <clears throat> ahead. Um, Akers' biggest bust or Henry? Well, Aker, Henry's going to go a lot higher than, than Akers, so Henry's going to be the biggest bust. In my opinion. But Akers is going to go like in the second or third round. So he'll be another bust candidate for me as well. But Henry's going to be by far the, the more painful bust. So I'd say Henry. Did Buffalo sign another tight end? I don't I don't know. I'll have to look that up, James. I don't I don't know. I know Knox is the main guy. Um, whatever, Doug says Prime. Clyde, biggest value of the draft. I wouldn't see, I wouldn't go that far, but I do like Clyde a lot right now. And I know a lot of people are going to get upset at that and say, "Get, get, you know, give up on Clyde Smitty," but it's every time you look at this in it, the situation, it's different value-wise. Clyde is nothing value-wise than or cost-wise than he was last year. He's nowhere near that cost now. Clyde isn't drafted in the top six rounds. Like he goes in rounds maybe six. He doesn't go in the top five rounds. Clyde's in the sixth round. There's different risk and value there so as much as you want to get mad at Clyde 
and say, Clyde busted on me. I'm not going near Clyde. Clyde doesn't cost, a f- he f- costs a fraction of what he did last year. And he's the only guy. Like we brought this up last night. Here's the depth chart for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, come on. Clyde, Ronald Jones. I'm not banking on Ronald Jones changing teams. Do you know how complicated the Chiefs system is? Ronald Jones couldn't definitely not pick this up that quick. Derek Gore's got a better shot, I think, at being the backup to Clyde. So cuff Derek Gore and Clyde together as a cheap running back two. And if you go zero RB, like that's a that's a take ETN and Clyde and then stack wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Like what if you went Tyreek Hill, Adams, Waddle, or you went Jamar Chase, you know, uh, let's say Tyreek Hill felt. Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, or you moved up or something, you have Waddle, and then you go ETN and Clyde, and then you had, you know, A-Rod or whatever. You could go that route if you wanted to go 0RB. He's not bad. He's not bad. Uh, CH, waste of roster space. That's what you're going to get from most people. So take advantage. I think I think Clyde will continue to fall and be a bargain. It costs you nothing. The risk is absolutely, you know, zero. Clyde waste of space. See, you're going to continue to get that. And that's fine. You're, you're, you guys aren't wrong for, for thinking that. CH is trash. There you go. You're, you're not going to be, you're not, you're not wrong for thinking that, but the people that want to take a gamble on them, I think it's a good, it's a good, it's a good gamble. What's up, AB? What's up, Mac Jones? Let's go. What round would you uh, tr- take Travis Etienne? Definitely in the fifth round. Um, I'd, I'd go fourth if I had to, but fifth round would be ideal. Would be absolutely phenomenal. What's up, Jack? Gronk or Travis Kelsey? Some people just want to take laps. Gamble is a good word for CH. I wouldn't call it gamble. I'd call it all upside, no risk at, at his current. Like, you can't talk about last year's value. Clyde's a completely different value now. Javante's ADP is probably around 7. Um, 7 to maybe 5 to 8 overall. 5 to 8 overall. Um... They tried resigning Daryl Williams, but he walked, so they signed Jones. Yeah, that's not, I'm not worried about Ronald Jones. Tua sucks. Let's get Mac Jones to Devontae Parker. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad move for the Patriots. It's just not splashy. It's not a great move. It's like a it's like a move you would have made on top of making another big move. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not sure that I love the move. Thank you guys for participating in, in a in a very fun speed round. Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson? Give me give me Harris for now, but I like Stevenson more. Like he's craftier. Like I might draft Stevenson and not Harris and draft Stevenson later. Like that's a that's an approach. Yeah, whatever, Doug. What, what Prime said. You bet, Spacula. People called me crazy for taking Javante 5 and Mox. Let him. And, and you know what? Keep keep using that to your advantage. If you can take him at 8, take him at 8, 7. You know, it depends where your ADP is. But let him call you crazy. Like, Javante was number 1 in the NFL 
in a part-time role, number one in the NFL in broken tackles. He beat out JT. He was number one in broken tackles playing part-time. He's so elusive. I don't understand. Barkley or Aaron Jones, to be quite honest with you, I'd rather have Aaron Jones and then grab Dylan. I just, I, I don't. Barkley's a... Like, this is what... I think a lot of people are still going to think this. Maybe not on this show, because we all know what time it is with Barkley. I think a lot of people... And Angel, you're not wrong for thinking Barkley easily, but most people are going to say Barkley. And and Barkley's proven nothing. Barkley has not returned to his old form for how long now? You know, he's extremely injury-prone. Just not going near him. Don't sleep on Parker, uh, Golden Thumb said. And you know what? I mean, he's got upside. He just can't stay healthy. Can Walker be Javante? Um, You're talking about uh, Kenneth Walker? In the right spot. If he goes to Buffalo, he's going to be a beast. Barkley over Jones? I'm, uh, if you're talking about Aaron, Aaron Jones still, if you're asking that question, yeah, I'd take Aaron Jones over Barkley. Barkley, two years of burning people. Barkley was coming off a knee injury last year. He will be good this year. That's speculative, bro. But I don't blame you for feeling that way, but I'm not going near him. I'm not going near him. Barkley's extremely injury prone. Buffalo is too good. Buffalo would turn Walker or Brees Hall into a top 6-10 to 10 running back immediately. It's the best landing spot for a running back. It's the most logical landing spot for a running back in the draft. If Buffalo passes on a running back and goes corner, which is possible, they go cornerback, then, and I'm saying corner, not quarter, corner, um, then it's like, oh no, where are Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker going to fall? Will they make it to Buffalo's next pick? Doubt it. So I'm I'm really hoping Buffalo doesn't punt running back and and miss the opportunity. And keep in mind, Buffalo ran the ball. It was like nine TDs in like the last six games, I believe it was, or something crazy for the running back. Singletary was looking great. He had two or three 80-yard games, a 100-yard game. He was getting fed. And Buffalo was so strong when they balanced their offense out and used Singletary a ton. You'll notice that when they became scary, when Buffalo became unstoppable, it was when they're they're running a balanced attack. Mixon is a top 12 pick this year, yeah. I, I mean, definitely, especially with the improved offensive line. Uh, Walker's going to be a top 5 running back next the next three years. I, if he lands in Buffalo, I 100% agree with you. I'm one of the only people out there that's talking about Walker being as good as Hall. Like, everyone's saying Brees Hall, Brees Hall, Brees Hall. And I love Brees Hall. And if Brees Hall lands in Buffalo, he's a top 6 to 10 back. And then we don't know what happens to Walker. Where's Walker land? But everybody's just assuming that Hall's the number one running back. And while I love him and while Buffalo would turn him into that, why are we not talking about Walker more? Walker's the number one elusive running back in this draft class. Walker first and broke in force missed tackles in number two in yardage. Like... This guy's got not only the shiftiness and ability on paper, eye test, the, he, he, he's phenomenal in some of these categories that, that translate very well to the NFL. Walker and Hall, 
either one could be the number one landing spot will determine this. Like it's not it's not locked in that Hall is better than Walker. Walker could be better than Hall. It's gonna come down to landing spot. And Buffalo could give us that answer right away. Is Miami a spot for Walker? I mean, I would not put anything past McDaniel. You know, would he take a Walker or Hall? I would not put it past him. Although, you got to think signing Mostert, Edmonds, already having Gaskin, probably not going to, but I wouldn't put it past him is all I'm saying. Who goes number one overall redraft this season? JT's easy number one overall, bro. Across the board. It's not even a, a hesitation or an equivocation. It's There's no... There's nothing, no stutter step, nothing. It's JT. There's really nothing to even talk about, overcome on that. It's more of who's number two. Who's number two? Hope Brees becomes a Cardinal, Smitty. Look, the Cardinals, as much as people say that Connor makes it so the Cardinals won't draft a running back, they didn't watch football last year because the Cardinals wanted to use two running backs completely equally. They wanted Edmonds out there. They wanted Connor out there. They wanted to rotate and ground and pound and move the chains and help relieve pressure off Kyler. If anybody thinks all they want is Connor, they're crazy. Now, will the Cardinals use the 23rd, I believe, overall draft pick on a running back? It's a it's a sweet spot for a running back. It's actually not too early, and it's not too late. You can definitely get one of the two running backs. Um, if I was drafting, I would take Brees Hall or Walker, whichever one was there. I think maybe... Brees Hall might be the better fit for the Cardinals. Let's just say that. And Walker, better fit for the Buffalo Bills. But either one on either team, these are the two best landing spots in my opinion. Yeah, Connor's there, but think long-term, guys. Think more strategy here, okay? The Cardinals want to run the ball a ton. The Cardinals will literally use Hall or Walker a ton. Maybe in year one, as a rookie, Connor is still getting fed. And vulturing touchdowns. But long term, if we're talking dynasty, Connor's not a threat two years from now. Connor's maybe not a threat one year from now. Connor may not be a threat by midseason. He's a very injury prone guy that, that escaped uh, some decent injury last year. Uh, you know, I expected him to get banged up even more than, you know, I expected him to miss a, a big chunk of time. But Connor, Connor's not a long term threat. Give me Walker or Brees Hall in this situation, uh, either one. I, I love that people think that's a crazy take, the Cardinals taking Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker. It's not at all. Najee is the two or three. Anybody can get behind that pretty much, I believe, bro. You're not You're not, uh, You're not. not wrong. You're not wrong. I have a, uh, a bad feeling, a bead feeling. I have a bead feeling. I have a bead feeling. Halder Walker will go to a bead spot in the draft and cap their fantasy value. It could happen. And let me tell you why, Aaron. You're not wrong. This is a, a very big concern for me because you have very few landing spots that are that are like just glaringly available at the draft range that, that these two running backs are, are floating around in because they're too big of talents to go past like 38 overall you know like could one of them go at the top of round two yeah Javante Williams is a perfect example last year glaring talent amazing but fell to the top of round two and didn't didn't squeeze into round one 
same thing could happen here, but both of them could go one in the mid 20s or early 20s, like the Cardinals at 23, the other going to Buffalo at the end of the first round. But if the Cardinals pass, if you go through all the teams in that range from the Cardinal pick through to the second round, there aren't a lot of glaring, other than Buffalo, a lot of glaring spots. There's like Kansas City. Kansas City could take one of them. Don't think that for a second they won't consider it. Um, probably won't, but they could. Um, there, there aren't a ton of spots. You know, there aren't a ton of options. Like, let's let's go through the NFL draft order real quick. 2022 NFL draft order. Let's drop that on the screen and, and just go over the scenarios. Because it's not... Uh, I need it in short form. I got this all these mock drafts when I try and pull up the draft order. Someone give me the draft order and proper. Here we go. This is it. That's the ticket. That's what I wanted. So here's the 2022 NFL draft order. I'm hoping that this has all the trades involved. Let me see if this is dated. Um it looks up to date, but I don't I don't know for sure. Somebody tell me if something looks off. Maybe this isn't incorporating a trade or two that just happened, but uh here here's the draft order. So there's no way Walker or Brees Hall are going in the top ten. So let's just start at eleven. They're probably not going until the twenties, but let's just start at eleven. Washington, no. Minnesota, no. Uh Houston got that thirteen pick. Could they take a Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker and start building around it? Sure, but I don't I don't think they're doing it that high. Baltimore, no. Philadelphia, they have three picks, guys. Um, or do they have two? They have two picks right there. 15 and 16. It's possible. It's possible. Um, I, I would say that's probably the first spot where there's a possibility of one going really early. Philadelphia. Chargers, no. New Orleans, no. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, there's the third pick. They do have three picks. So, yeah, 19. I'd say 19 is the most likely spot, the first spot for a running back to go to Philly at 19. And they got three picks right there. So, you got to think, okay, they're not thinking, oh, we got to use it on something else. When you got three draft picks and you're, you're looking at Hall or Walker, I mean, that's... That's pretty that's pretty tempting. So I'd say Philadelphia at 19 is the first opportunity. Pittsburgh, no. New England, it's possible, but I, I doubt Bill Belichick's going to grab a running back right there. He's got two running backs right now. He likes his system, but it's possible. Green Bay, no. Arizona at 23 is the second team that's come up, in my opinion. The Philadelphia Eagles at 19, the Cardinals at 23, that are running back capable. Um, Dallas, though. Buffalo, yes. So so now we've got the three most likely landing spots. Philly at 19. AZ at 23. And Buffalo at 25. Tennessee. These are the likely landing spots for running backs. In round one. So, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. Tennessee, no. Tampa Bay, I mean, no. I mean, they signed Fournette. 
not gonna not gonna happen. Green Bay, they got two running backs. They're not going that route. KC at twenty nine. As much as people want to say that's probably not going to happen again, them taking a running back in round one, it's possible though. They're they're like of all the the teams that could do it, it's Casey's right there. You know, they're just they're not extremely likely, but they're the most likely so far. Detroit at thirty two, no. Cincinnati with Mixon, I mean, they could look to to to. I mean, they could say, hey, this is a generational talent. We've got to grab this guy. And then he's going to work with Mixon and then Mixon, you know, because Mixon's got one, one and a half years left. There's no way Mixon has like two, three, four years left at the volume he's been being fed for years, you know. Like he's going to be good in 2022, but but in Dynasty, I'm trading Mixon because I feel like he's got this one year left. And getting banged up worries me because of all the, the eight-man fronts this kid's seen for, for, you know, handfuls of years where there's no good offensive line um, production. So... Mixon is a risk of getting banged up. So would it be crazy for, for the Bengals to, to take a haul or walker? No, no. Like, would people see it as crazy? Probably. But I'm I'm different than the average bear. And I'm I'm very predictive. I'm very, I try, I try to get ahead of the curve as much as possible. And the Bengals would be so smart to grab one of these guys at this low draft capital in round one and have the future in hand, you have Jamar Chase. I mean, think about it. Like, I know everyone loves Mixon, but think about it. You have Jamar Chase, you have Burrow, and you have a Hall or Walker walking into the next five, six years, and then, you know, Burrow and Chase for the, the full decade long of fantasy production. But get, give give the running back five or six years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, that, that would be phenomenal. Burrow... Brees Hall or Walker, Jamar Chase, Higgins. I mean, it would be phenomenal. I don't care what people think about it this year. It's a it's a smart move for the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for the for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, I'm gonna put Cincinnati down, and I don't think anybody's gonna like that, but I'm gonna do it. 31. I think they're a, they're they're a possibility. You know, everyone thought that I was crazy for saying Jamar Chase was the easy call for the Bengals last year. So I'm used to it. I'm used to the Bengal questions that I get. But those are the top spots for a running back. Let me read. Top Hall Walker spots. Let's do that. Um... Might be another running back, but since he but Clyde isn't isn't a bust. I think Webb's joking because Webb hates Clyde. I think 102 people in here, only 39 likes. What is going on here? Terry's telling me we've got 100 plus people in here, and and the thumb up count is a little low. Hit that subscribe button if you're new, and wipe your feet at the door. Wipe your feet at the front door. Hit that sub button if you're new. Hit the like button. Smash it. Blast it. Uh, Terry's not happy. We got two Terry's here. Two Terry's are upset. 102 people. Only 39 likes. Terry, how many likes we got now? D- did we get a bump from that? If not, can we can we get a thumb up, please? Can we... Can I... Let me make this bigger so that people see Terry and they say, Oh, I don't want to mess with Terry. I don't want to mess with Terry. Terry's in his... The Fantasy Football Show shirt. He's not messing around. 
He says, hit the hit the like button. Terry's here to party. Mario says he did his part. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up button. 44, still not enough. Let's go. Clyde is dookie, says Swaggy. Um, I see James Cook to the Chiefs. That would be a good fit. Uh, Rashad White would be a good fit as well. Although, you know, I don't know if the Chiefs would use him. I don't want Rashad White to the Chiefs. Never mind. I just don't know. I don't know what they're going to do anymore. They seem to like such a logical landing spot. Your initial reaction is like, Chiefs, yeah. They No. No. Then you're like, no. They don't. They don't use... They're like the Eagles. Uh, they look like a good spot. you got Jalen Hurts. Maybe Devontae Smith's going to go nuts. Maybe Devontae Smith's going to flourish in Philly with Hurts. No. No. The Kansas City Chiefs in the, in the, are, are to running backs like the Eagles are to everybody. To every position. Thoughts on Monty. I like Monty. Montgomery. David Montgomery. A little bit. Like a running back too, but I'm not drafting him as my RB one unless I'm doing a very like crazy weight on a running back, you know, punting running back, going wide receiver, wide receiver, uh, a semi zero RB approach where I go. Uh, the examples I keep using at the twelve thirteen work where you're like twelve, you take Hill, thirteen, you take Devontae Adams if they fell, and then, and then you get Monty and like Herbert or something. Like yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Sammy says, you're not crazy. Good call on Cincy Buffalo. Cincy AFC champion soon. Just my opinion, but I like Walker ahead of Hall. I've been drafting both on underdog tourneys and leagues. Let's go. And if you if you haven't uh, uh, subscribed or, or, or deposited on underdog, guys, get over there right now. If you drop into a new account, you can't already be a, a player. you got to have a new account. You drop a $10 minimum on underdog using code smitty and you just go to smitty1.com scroll down you'll see the underdog banner at the at the middle range of of the the home page click underdog uh banner or go to underdog and use code smitty either way it's easier to use the link you'll get a free 10 minute phone call from your man smitty so go to smitty1.com and do that today and play underdog fantasy for your boy smitty help the channel out help the show uh i definitely love I definitely love Hall or Walker to Cincy. Then people are going to say, mm-mm, mm-mm, not going to happen, Smitty. They got Mixon. Like, I know, but Mixon's only going to be good for so long. He's been around for a while. He's been hitting eight-man front after eight-man front for years. It wasn't until this past season he finally got relief, but it's a little late to be like, oh, he's going to be a three- or four-year guy from here forward. He's going to be an elite running back for as many games as he starts. And the question is, how much time does he start? Does he start missing? Does he miss time in 2023? Does he start missing time here in 2022? It's t- hard to know. Smith, I was late. What were you saying about Rondell Moore? That he is a big time sleeper of mine, and that the Cardinals need to get him heavily involved for Kyler Murray to be very successful this year. So get your Rondell Moore shares. Buy him now. Uh, learn about it. Learn about it. Rondell Moore. Learn about it. Um, Rondell Moore, you're Smitty Approved. You've just been Smitty Approved. I love Rondell Moore. Casey doesn't care about running backs. They start whoever they feel like it. That's the current... Okay, so Swaggy, let me address this. Because you're right. And that's why Clyde struggled. 
they haven't wanted to run the ball. Like Clyde's good. I don't I don't care what anybody says. It's fine. I, I understand the hate. It's fine. And Clyde may never translate ever. He might totally bust for the till the end of time and be out of the league in three years. You know, be a, a halftime running back for two or three years and then be out of the league. Um, I get that. I, I'm not, I, and I won't feel wrong, Swaggy. I won't, and I appreciate you, Swaggy. You know I do, and I won't feel wrong. I won't feel wrong because I know what time it is. I know that Clyde is at risk of being misused in KC. They're horrible about how they use the running backs now. But this is a new development, KC. Reed, especially, but Casey was a monster running back producing team. Like from from Holmes to Larry Johnson uh, uh, to to uh, um, to a plethora of running backs. Um, what's his name? I'm blanking out on on Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles was an absolute monster, and he's a little bit like Clyde, you know, in terms of stature and 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 shiftiness and everything. And Clyde is a victim of not only his injury-prone potential, I guess, that we could say Clyde feels a little injury-prone, but Clyde is a victim to the new Chiefs' way of of using running backs. And and Clyde, if he was used properly, which the Chiefs might resort to using running backs a little bit more, you know, like they did in the past because they've lost Tyreek Hill and they can't be the passing team that they want to be. They can't. They just can't. You can't be the same passing team. Um, Rondell Moore is not too small, Webb. I'm sorry. I, I hate to... I, I almost need to make Webb take a lap for this. Rondell Moore, too small? I'm sorry, Webb. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to send you on a lap. I'm sorry, Webb. I, I had to do it to you. Let me let me tell you something about Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore had a 42.5 vertical. 42.5 vertical, which is absolutely insane. He ran a 4.29 40-yard dash. He uh, not not necessarily at the combine. I don't know if that was at the combine or that was actually just in in uh, what is this pro day. He's five foot seven, and that makes people say things like, "Oh, he's too small." Rondell Moore is too small. Five foot seven. How can he be good? How can he be good? But this man, um, let me try and find it. He's four two nine forty. Was that that might have been at his pro day? Four two nine forty. Moore's incredible showing in the vertical jump, five foot seven, 180 pounds. He's 180 pounds, 42.5 inch vertical. Absolutely raised eyebrows. Like people are were shocked. And uh, he didn't participate in the bench press during his pro day Tuesday, but Moore did show a video of him throwing up the bar 24 times. 24 times. Rondell Moore. Yeah, that was his pro day numbers. 42940, 42.5 vertical. 5'7", 180 pounds. Um, where, where's the squat? Where is squat numbers? Rondell Moore. Squat. Uh, 
Rondell Moore benches over 600 pounds, or squats over 600 pounds. Rondell Moore squats over 600 pounds. Do you understand what that, how how much weight that is for a guy that's 5'7", 180 pounds? He can squat more than almost most every lineman in the NFL. 600 pounds he can squat. That is absolutely unreal. He's not small. Look at him on film. He's not small. He is a tank for his size. So you might be able to say he's short, but he's not small. He's not small. He's a tank, and he can squat 600 pounds. He is an absolute monster, compact, pound for pound. He's not small. He's short, but, but he's a tank. Um, and, and expect him to be a breakout in 2022. Miami for Walker. We need young guy and Raheem Mostert is a one-year stint. Um, I mean, yeah, but you also have Edmonds you just signed. And so, like, I agree Miami would be smart to go get him and not worry so much about the contracts that, that are that you signed. But Ronda Moore is a gadget player. Cardinals will draft a wide receiver. 5'7", 180 is super small. Smitty. Okay, he's short. He's short, but he's a tank. I get what you guys are saying. He's small in your eyes. Okay. He's not like if I was standing next to Rondell Moore, he would look small, but he is he is he is a thick dude that that can literally you can't bench you can't squat six hundred pounds and put up the bench twenty five times as a small guy. He's a thick dude. He's a compact pound for pound monster. He's a mo- he's a small monster. How's that? Can we agree that Rondell Moore? Let's call him small, but let's call him small monster because there's no way you can bench six hundred pounds. Or squat 600 pounds and bench press 225 25 times as a small man. Okay? He's not. Rondell Moore is going to ball. He's going to beast out. And I disagree with that comment. That, 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 that he's he's a gadget player. I think he could be, he could be more than that. Uh, do you think that the Patriots have a chance to have a winning record this year? Absolutely, but... A winning record won't get you a playoff spot, you know, not in the AFC. You're talking about, especially in a division with the Bills and the Dolphins, the Bills are going to win the division, and then you have the Dolphins and the Patriots with winning record. Or no, not only winning records, 10-plus wins, bro. Like, the Patriots and Dolphins will both have 10-plus wins and probably won't make the playoffs because if the Buffalo Bills win the division, you now have three wildcard spots that the Dolphins and Patriots have to fight for one of those spots. One of the three. There's only three. After the Buffalo Bills win the division, the Patriots and Dolphins can only get in the playoffs by grabbing one of the three wildcard spots that are available to all four divisions. And you've got, you've got, let's say the Chargers win the division. You've got KC, the Raiders, and Denver fighting for those three spots. You've got the Ravens. You've got the Colts. You've got... Um, the Titans, you've got uh, a boatload of teams fighting for three spots. It's just, it's going to be the craziest AFC battle ever where you have multiple teams with 10 plus wins not making the playoffs. And you're going to have realignment crying, oh, realignment. It's not fair. The teams were aggressive and made the right moves. Zeke is, Zeke is definitely on his way to being cooked uh, medium rare, medium well, medium well. 
Zeke is Zeke might have a couple games and then that's it. People need to realize how good Rondell Moore is. Rondell Moore is a beast and makes great plays. He's small. He's a small DK Metcalf. He's a small monster. If we're going to call him a small, which I get, 5'7", you want to call him a small, it's fine. He, he is short. He is short. He's a short monster. This football season is going to be wild. It is, Mario. It's going to be crazy. Swaggy. NFC is going to be terrible. I don't know about that. It's just compared to the AFC, it's not the same, you know. Like, I mean, Tampa Bay and the Rams alone makes a very, very strong NFC, you know, championship game. If the Niners can get their head on straight and put Trey in there and start building around Trey, they can be one of the top three teams. But Shanahan could screw it all up. Trey Lance's fantasy value is dependent on Kyle Shanahan understanding what he has in front of him. And hit that thumbs up if you're new. Subscribe if you're new. Hit that subscribe button if you're new. And wipe your feet at the door. Punch it. Smash it for your boy Smitty. Trey Lance is only going to be as good as Shanahan Shanahan allows him to be. Right now, I'm not very confident in Shanahan. So I can't really even answer that question. But talent-wise, he could be a top 5-7 to seven quarterback in 2022. That's how good he is. That's how good his offense is. I love him. The Pats will make the playoffs and win the playoff and playoff game this year. And Bill, we trust. I mean, you got to grab one of those, one of those three wild card spots because I don't think. I mean, it's possible you could win the division, but probably not going to happen. I think the Bills are too strong. Um, so you literally have to grab one of three wild card spots. It's going to be really tough. I would bet against the Patriots winning, uh, making the playoffs. I would. I just I I can't I can't see a path for them. If they don't win the division, which is possible, that's the only way. I can't see the Patriots knocking off three of those AFC West teams. So Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. One of those teams is going to make the playoffs. The other three are in the mix for the wild card spots. I just don't see beating the Ravens, the Colts, the Titans, and three of those teams. Uh, it's possible. The Dolphins, I mean, the Dolphins, I think, are, are probably better than the Patriots, and they've got to fight for one of those spots, too. Yeah, McDaniels was a huge loss. I've drafted Rondo Moore a lot in best ball. You're a smart man, Aaron. Mac Jones isn't good enough to win a playoff game, says Waldo. I don't think Mac Jones has enough weapons. I don't think this move right here, this Devontae Parker move right in front of our face, I don't think this is a good enough move. I think Bill Belichick has slept at the wheel in terms of getting the Patriots' offensive weapons. That whole, like I said it last year, this whole Jonu Smith and the moment they they signed both of those guys, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Paying big dollars for two tight ends, not going after a big name wide receiver is a mistake. It was a, a debacle. It was an absolute travesty. And then you take Mac Jones. He looks pretty good, I'll admit. Like he's got some upside, but he has no weapons. Parker's not a big weapon. I don't like this. I don't think they're they're surrounding this kid with enough talent. So I don't I don't I don't I don't agree that this is a great move. I don't even with anybody that's, that says it. I don't think Parker's going to blow up in New England. 
They needed to get a bigger name. They needed a bigger name. And I don't know about Bourne. Bourne's okay, but Bourne's got a lot to prove. You know, like, I'm not banking on anything with Bourne. Like, is it possible he ends up being Matt Jones over Tua? Not with the weapons, bro. Not in fantasy. Not in fantasy. Tua, I don't even like Tua, but Tua, Tua's got weapons. Tua could be a top 12, top 8, top to, top 8 to 14 quarterback. Anywhere in that range. Number 9 can be 22 points ahead of number 15. So let's get real. 9 to 14 is where Tua could potentially rank. And that's because he's got a lot of weapons. But he could also be on the bench by week 10. Like, you know, like I could see that. Like, I'm not a big fan of Tua. In fact, I think that McDaniel's starting quarterback two years from now is not on the roster. Yeah, it was a huge mistake. It pissed me off. I'm not sure what you mean there, Mario. Born is meh. I agree, Swaggy. I'm not, like, super high on him. Uh, Jack, there's a rumor Cleveland, Baker, Hunt to Seattle for DK and Fant. Um, let me see if there's anything, any substance on that, bro. Because there might be a rumor, but it might not have any kind of uh, legs at all. Let me check it out. Um, I'm not seeing... anything with legs yet bro so that's probably like a fan generated rumor I don't see anything with legs yet but interesting I mean DK DK with Watson would be phenomenal but Watson may be suspended half a year so tough to even know my bad Smitty I was talking about overpaying for Joe New oh no, no, no reason to apologize. That's a horrible trade for Seattle. Yeah, getting rid of DK would be just <laughs> be so dumb. Let's get rid of Russell Wilson. That's a dumb enough idea. Now let's get rid of DK Metcalf. That'd be even dumber. Alan Lazard is a is definitely we were talking about it all night long last night. Alan Lazard needs to be grabbed in your league. There are so many vacated targets in in Green Bay. And Lazard is now Aaron Rodgers' most trust, trusted quarterback or wide receiver. God, I'm tired. Alan Lazard is Aaron Rodgers' most trusted wide receiver. Alan Lazard could have, he could sleepwalk into 11, 1200 yards in like 8 to 10 TDs, like an, on a bad, disappointing year. Like Alan Lazard is set up very, very well to be a, a monster wide receiver three for your fantasy team that could produce like a much higher player than wide receiver three. Lazard is the guy. Go get Lazard. They might draft a rookie, but rookies are, they take a little time to, to, to move along with an Aaron Rodgers system. Uh, who won the Parker trade? I think he stays healthy. It's a win for the Patriots. I've already covered this for like a while and no, no problem, Dwight. I know you weren't here based on that question, but I'm not excited about it, bro. I'm just not. I just don't. Parker's hasn't been proven to stay healthy. I'm not extremely excited about this. I don't think it's a big enough move. I think New England's continuing to sleep at the wheel in terms of getting offensive skill positions. I'm just not a big fan of it at all. There's a rumor in Cleveland Baker to Seattle for Fant. Okay. I mean, that, that would be pretty decent, although they like Njoku. I don't know. 
That'd be pretty decent, but I don't, I don't, I don't see those. Those are all rumor, fan-generated rumors. Maybe they got legs, but I don't see it, bro. It's not anywhere in any any substantial report that I can find. What can I add? I appreciate you bringing them here. Keep bringing them here, Jack. I'm not saying don't don't toss them out. Like sometimes we break news on the show before you see it, so it's fine. If you're here in whispers and you're local, like keep bringing it. I'm not. I'm, I wasn't trying to make that sound like I didn't appreciate it. Baker will get moved at the deadline. I agree. I think Baker will get moved. There are a lot of teams that want him. They just don't want his contract. Um. Dwight, thanks anyway for the answer. Even if you covered it, no problem, Dwight. Definitely rewatch a little bit. But I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't hate Parker. I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's a an amazing option, you know, as a wide receiver one. And he'll, he'll. They're trying to make him the wide receiver one. So, um, Seahawks. Why, why would you not? I mean, when when it was Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson, you had to make a decision to keep one or the other. And I think at some point, Russell's like, I'm gone. It doesn't matter what you do with Pete Carroll. That's why Pete Carroll didn't get, you know, fired. And they keep Russ. I think Russ is already done. They'd already, they already exhausted everything. And Russ is like, I'm out of here. I don't want to play here. But, like, when you had that decision, why you didn't pick Russell Wilson, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Jeff says, been waiting forever for us to sign a wide receiver. Yeah, keep waiting because Devontae Parker is not really it, Jeff. He's just not. He, he's okay, but he's like a, he should have been like your secondary guy you brought in. Like, oh, we brought in so-and-so and we brought in Devontae Parker. But then it's like, okay, you got like Allen Robinson and Devontae Parker. Okay, I see what you're doing here. But no, this is the only wide receiver the Patriots bring in. They don't bring in a... Uh, Allen Robinson. They don't bring in or trade for a wide receiver like, uh, you know, um, Cooper, Amari Cooper or something. Like Amari Cooper to the Patriots was the move. Like, Bill Belichick and the Patriots slept at the wheel. You punted playoff your playoff berth by not going after Amari Cooper. I'm not even a huge Amari Cooper fan, but Amari Cooper would have done wonders for Max de- for, for Mac Jones' development. And for the Patriots' ability to to maybe grab that third wild card spot, maybe because the defense and Bill Belichick could win games, but you needed a wide receiver because Mac Jones can only move the football so much with guys like Devontae Parker. I'm sorry. So like Amari Cooper, not getting Amari Cooper was punting the season for the Patriots. I'm sorry. A Rob may have saved it, maybe if he's got anything left. We don't even know if he does. I mean. A-Rod had a, a ton of... I don't know that I love A-Rob. A- I think A-Rob's good. I think he's in a good spot right now. But I don't know that I'm fully sold that there isn't something wrong with him right now. You know, or there was. Maybe he gets over it and he's fine in, in, in 2022. But he had plenty of opportunity with two different quarterbacks to show he still had a little bit left in the tank. It wasn't just Fields like he didn't jive with. Like he didn't jive with any of the quarterback carousel they had going on in Chicago. So was he hurt and now he's healthy? We'll find out. But Allen Robinson, Mooney showed up. Mooney decided to show up with Fields. Why didn't A-Rob show up with Fields? I don't know. Part of me wonders that about A-Rob. I don't know. But A-Rob would have been a good attempt at least throw A-Rob 
Allen Robinson and Devontae Parker on the Patriots and give yourself a chance. It's just not a smart move. Like, it, it, they're just, yeah, Patriots fourth, and I'd say third. I think the Patriots are third in the division. I think Miami's second, and Buffalo's one. But, I mean, could, could the Patriots be fourth? Could. You know, it's possible. Kendrick Bourne is an elite wide receiver. Beach, Beach, don't... Beach, I believe you have thick skin. I don't think this will affect you. I think you'll bounce back. You'll be bigger, stronger, better than ever. Don't let that get you down, Beach. And and I could be wrong. I could have hit the button and, and proved to be wrong, but Kendrick Bourne is not an elite wide receiver. That 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 statement's that's it's April 2nd, not April 1st. You can't use April Fool's jokes any any longer. It's April 2nd. He's not an elite wide receiver. Undervalued, maybe you could say that. Yeah, I wouldn't hit the button on that. Jets way better now after the draft. And late cuts, we stepping up to three. You could. You could. He's an elite as can a can of corn, says Mario. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Smitty laughed at me when I told him Fryermuth would be good. I love Fryermuth. I love Fryermuth. Now, Fryermuth hasn't proven he's good yet, Ryan. So, can't I can't be that... I can't be that far behind on Fryermuth when this is going to be his breakout year. But yes, Ryan, you may, I, I can't even remember if it was you, but you may, um, you may be slightly ahead of me on Fryermuth. Will Smitty approve you if you were? I don't even know if you were, but I'm going to go ahead and, and Smitty approve you. You've just been Smitty approved. Love Fryermuth. It's not. I would not call getting behind Fryermuth at this point being behind the train. He hasn't broken out yet, but Fryermuth. Look, there are. Let me put them up on screen. There are four or five tight ends that could win you a league if you have them at the right spot. Number one is going to be Waller. Fifth round. Fifth or sixth. Number two is going to be Schultz. And round, round, I mean, it just depends. Like six to eight. Three is going to be Knox in six to eight. Four is going to be uh, Muth, Friar Muth in like that seven plus and then number five is going to be Alberto. And and who knows where Alberto is going to go. But these are your breakout tight ends. These are the tight ends that are going to win you a league. Terry, thank you for the super chat. I bought your mask from you, bro. Thank you, Terry. I'll, I can't wait to see you in the sleeper you mask, pal. Waller, fifth to six. Schultz, six to eight. Knock six to eight, 
Friarmouth, let's say six plus. Friarmouth could go in the six range too. Let's give Friarmouth a little respect there. And Alberto, I mean, it's tough to know where Alberto is going to go. But these are these are your five tight ends that can win leagues based on where you can get them, or at least put you in strong position. And your boy Smitty is number one in the fantasy industry across the board, according to Fantasy Pros in tight end draft rankings for the last three years. I finished first two out of the three years, and my average is number one overall for three years. And it's because of picks like Waller and Hawkinson. And so Albert O, number five, I love him. Um, we talked about him a couple months ago, and my answer was, we'll see. We'll see what they plan to do with him. And they plan to do with him is use him as a wide receiver and tight end. So Alberto is climbing boards fast, but he's he's not going to be stolen away. People see him coming, but he's still going to fall to a decent range. Fryermuth, it would have been great. If he got an A-Rod or a Russell Wilson, then Muth would have been to the moon for most people. But right now he's flying under the radar, still very attractive, but... You know, we don't know if the volume will be there with uh, Trubisky in that passing attack, but we'll see. Dawson Knox, love him, 6-8. Schultz, love him in 6-8. Waller, win a league fifth, sixth round potential. People are so down on Waller. You know, he he's a steal. So these are, these are your dudes. If you need a tight end, this is where you shop. I don't, I don't prescribe to taking Kelsey in round one. Everybody thinking that Kelsey, now that Hill is elsewhere, is going to be some league winner at, at eight overall. Because I'm sorry, Kelsey, because Hill, because Hill is elsewhere. It, it, you can't eat more than Kelsey eats. Like you can't feed him more. If you think about it, taking Hill away decreases Kelsey's value. Like, why are we thinking Kelsey's value is going up? When the, the the Chiefs throw enough to feed Hill, Kelsey, all these weapons, you can't feed Kelsey any more than you feed him. So now you're telling me, oh, because Hill leaves, now he's going to eat more. No, now he's going to see more double coverages. He's going to be the focal point of defenses. And you're going to take him at like 8 now instead of 15? Like, no, it's not a good move. Kelsey's more susceptible to getting hurt. Kelsey's more susceptible to being focused on by defenses now. Like it's not a good it's not a good look. I don't like the fact that Tyreek Hill left. It's not making Kelsey more valuable to me. It's weird that everybody thinks it's a great move for Kelsey. It's not. He's going to be focused on all the time. So and he couldn't have been fed any... You can only water a plant so much. Like, he was getting enough work to be what Kelsey's been dropping year after year. He's not going to just all of a sudden catch another five touchdown passes. And, like, this dude is getting overworked as it is. If he was to get more work, he's going to be getting hit by more top-level defensive players because he's focused on and double-teamed. He's taking more hits. He's getting... More miles on those tires, which were really at a tipping point for Kelsey anyway. The drop-off is very, very close. He's been elite for a long time without missing games. Missing games might be in the cards for Kelsey in this coming season or the season after. 
Do you really want to overfeed him right now and give him more double coverage and tougher, bigger hits right now when he's at the teeter-totter point of potentially going downstream? I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of this. I'm a fan of drafting these tight ends, and that's why your boy Smitty's number one in tight end rankings in the industry because we go after these guys. We don't chase a Travis Kelsey in round one. We, we drop some fire with Schultz or Knox or, or Albert O and Fryermuth and Waller in round five or six. We're dropping those, and that's giving us a huge advantage. Kelsey had one more good year, Aaron, and he still might, but he might get hurt because he's going to be double teamed and hit a whole bunch more. I mean, will Mahomes be throwing hospital passes up to Travis Kelsey all game? I don't know. He, he, Travis Kelsey might get more hospital balls than he than than he's used to, and that could lead to injury. Mac Jones stock goes up, says BW. I don't know if I've used that many bracket arrows, bro. Like you want to say Mac Jones stock goes up one bracket arrow or half a bracket arrow, but you literally used five, bro. Five. BW, that's a lot. Okay, guys, appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for joining me during the emergency live stream. Whoops. We are live every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Show's ending in 51 seconds. Leave your best comments on the screen and I will throw them on on the way out the door per usual. But guys, make sure you sub if you're new. Make sure you tell your grandma. Tell everybody about this channel. Let's let's take the fantasy football show to the moon in 2022. I'm here for you. Not only am I here for you Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday here on YouTube. I'm here for these emergency live stream sessions where we got to talk about what's going on in the in the news. And Devontae Parker's not even that big of a name of breaking news, but your boy Smitty doesn't sleep. Your boy Smitty doesn't stop. Your boy Smitty is here for you. And so anytime there's breaking news, think to yourself, hmm, where's Smitty right now? How can I learn about this breaking news? I know. Smitty's Smitty's probably live right now. 